0: Praise the Lord. This is Brad Julius again continuing the book of Ephesians. We are now in Ephesians chapter 6, which is the last chapter. And I pray that the Lord will give you understanding and to be able to practice all of this exhortation that Apostle Paul listed for us as believers how to conduct our life. And let's go to chapter 6 and wrap this thing up. Now he was talking about husband and wife in chapter 5, and in chapter 6, he's now going to address children, which is everybody in the church has to be lined up with jesus christ to have the blessing of god coming upon our ways upon our families here he's talking about children now in chapter six of ephesians chapter one chapter six verse one children obey your parents in the lord for this is right honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth now if you go to the book of exodus chapter 20 verse 12 you see the commandment of the law so sometimes we say Are we under grace we should not keep the commandments we are keeping the commandments we are not under the law but we are keeping the commandments because once christ gives us a new heart a new life the commandment become natural to us and so children you are not to you are you are to understand that once you have not given your life to christ you may still have those stubbornness but when you give your life to christ and it touches you and you are a new Christian in Christ, this will become automatic for you to obey your parents, to love your parents. So that's what he's talking about when he said, Do it as unto the Lord, with singleness of your heart, as unto Christ. That's verse five. Verse six said, Not with eye service as men places, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. You see, anything we are doing, we are doing it from the heart for the Lord, with good will doing service. As to the Lord and not to men. Remember that. Whatever you are doing, you are doing it to the Lord. Knowing that whatsoever good, whatever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. So whatever you are doing, you are going to receive your reward from the Lord. He says you are going to receive the reward from your master. Not just your master, it's from the Lord. Promotion some people that are working as employees of a corporation or employees of the government and you want promotion, promotion you see is coming from the government or from your master the Bible says promotion coming from the Lord in the book of Psalms says promotion coming neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south so it is not your boss that is promoting, it is God that is going to convince your boss to promote you it is not your boss that you are serving, it is the Lord that you are serving if you know what you are doing, you are serving the Lord Christ that's what the Bible is teaching us as believers christian should be the best employee of any corporation so you should behave that, like that that you are the best employee serving the lord not serving that corporation not serving that master but the lord jesus christ assuming you are serving so you are doing it with all your heart now verse 9 and he say, are ye masters so he's addressing every person masters means the boss the managers the employer you are a master somebody somebody is working for you say you master do the same thing unto them unto your servants forbearing threatening knowing that your master also is in heaven that you are also a servant of somebody else remember you are serving the lord even though you are the director of this corporation or you are the manager of this job or you are the the foreman whatever they call your title or the police officer the chief of the police whatever you are you are serving somebody else, which is the Lord, not even the man of you, not even the, the government and uh, commissioner. You say, hey, I'm, I'm serving the commissioner of police. You are serving the Lord Jesus Christ. So know that you are actually serving the You commissioner of police thought, well, you are, you are the boss of everybody. Maybe you are only serving the president of the country. No, you are serving the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's why you must do it with honesty. If you know you are serving the Lord, will you be taking bribe to do your job? You must do it with honesty because you are going to receive your reward from the Lord God Almighty from the Lord Jesus Christ that is why you have to fear God when you come when you read the Bible and you want to obey the Bible you will see that you have to do things right and not the way the world is going or bribery you, you want to give contract you have to take some court if you are serving the Lord will you be taking some bribe to do the work of the Lord the Lord gives to you then you are digging your grave in hell and lake of fire like Solomon says, there anyone that steal from God and say, I will investigate. After you steal from God and then you want to investigate, as if God does not know you have stolen, he said, You are digging yourself in hell. So that's why you can't be, you are not deceiving God. If you know that you are serving the Lord, then you do it with honesty, fear of God. Anything you do, you will be taking bribe, you will be taking kickback if you are serving the Lord. Now, that's what he's talking about. You masters, do the same thing unto them, forbearing, threatening, knowing that you're. Master also is in heaven Neither is there respect of persons with him There is no respect of persons when it comes to the Lord Jesus Christ It's going to deal with you according to what you have been mm. dealing out on us Verse 10 Finally my brother now is going to talk to everybody now Be strong in the Lord And in the power of His might It's not saying be strong in yourself but strong in the Lord How do I say how am I strong in the Lord? In the word of the Lord That is confident that what you are speaking out The word of what you are quoting it's going to take root, it's going to take effect because the Lord Himself is the strength of that word The Lord is the spirit that's going to make it happen. So you are confident that he has been strong in the Lord, confident in His word. So be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Verse 11 says, Put on the old armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, everything the devil is doing to mankind and he's still trying it against believers, against the sins of God to try to bring them into sin it's like a rope, sin is like a rope that you use to take a cow for slaughter and uh, the, the people that are, that are selling cows, they will tell you they will throw a rope that is half a loop, and they throw a rope to catch the cow's horns once they get the horns of the cow, they, they drag the cow until they can get another rope into its into feet to drive to take that cow to slaughter, that is what sin is, and Apostle Paul is saying it's like wires wiles of the devil. Wiles is the rope that the devil is throwing to grab people. Said, but put on the armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil is trying to throw sin at you, that will catch you, try to glamorize sin. What you are, what the, the little thing you think you are going to enjoy if you participate in this thing is glamorizing sin. Don't let it, that wild of so the devil take you in. And that's what he said. Put on the armor of God. This is how you're going to defend yourself against all those wiles of the devil. It's what he's going to tell us right now in from verse 11. He said, because we are not wrestling against a man, it may be a man that trying to you to come and participate in something. Don't think you are fighting that man. Maybe your former friend, he has joined the occult, occultic group. Maybe he has joined the Oboni court. Or the Obanji court. Or he has... This, and he wanted to invite you to come and join them you are now to tell them oh i have been born again i have become a new creature in christ open your mouth and say it because what you are saying confessing the word of god is a weapon and i'm going to point to it in this weapon of defending yourself and he said you are not actually fighting that your friend that trying to invite you to it it is a spirit inside that man that is trying to suck you in to them it is a spirit so satanic spirits they go through human beings too they don't you may not see them physically but they go through man beings convince human man to come and talk to you convince man to come and threaten you convince another man to come and persecute you it is you are fighting not that man because if you can get that devil out of that man that's your friend then you become your friend and come to christ also the same way if somebody say if you if somebody that's why you don't want to believe all those lies of some so-called false prophets i will say my your, your father's wife wanted to kill you and so you have to come and protect yourself with some voodoo. Or your your mother's other wife, your mother's other cop co wife is the one that wanted to do this evil to you. If you try to you try to get rid of that enemy, the physical enemy you have been deceived. Ephesians chapter six where I stopped was verse twelve, where we are we are not wrestling against physical human beings, we are wrestling against powers of darkness whether they are coming through friends or they are coming through some enemies, co-workers it's not that physical person that is your enemy it is the spirit that is talking through them that is trying to do evil even if you, if, if the voodoo man is trying to bring voodoo against you it's not the man that you are dealing with, it is the, the spirit that is that you are de- need to deal with and that spirit, if you can bind that devil, the voodoo man will surrender so that's why he said we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places so those are the spirits that we have that you are dealing with but we have authority over them. you have to remember that christ has given us power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and of all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by means hurt us Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 he said we wrestle not against flesh and blood that is not against human beings that the devil is using but against the principalities and powers of darkness against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places so those are the people we are fighting against and you have to take your fight spiritually by prayer and spiritual authority rather than by trying to beat the man up or insult the man that is talking to you you don't need to speak insulting words just speak the word of God that corrects what they are trying to do or what they are trying to make you come and do. Because the wise of the devil is to try to pull people into sin. The sin could be just anger. It's a sin when you start fighting. The sin may be just to blaspheme or to curse or to say rude words against the person. Or the sin to could be to just invite to come and participate. You see, in the, in the ungodliness, in the corruption, in the adultery or in the bribery everybody is taking bribe they want you to part, to share in the money or to make sure you get the bribe from as a police officer make sure you bring your own you tell them where you stand that you are not participating in this they may fire you when well, Jesus Christ will, prefer, will protect you or defend you or get you a lot better job but you must be ready to stand this is what he's saying there that you are not wrestling against those other people that are trying to make you do those bad stuff you are wrestling against the spirit that is controlling them and if you stand your ground and you speak the word always Telling them from the scripture what the Bible says, you'll be driving those spirits away, and those other people will have their mind clear to think right, and they'll stop persecuting you. That is how we win the battle by fighting the spiritual forces that are in high places. Verse "We have you the old armor of God." What is this armor of God that you need to take unto yourself? It's going to describe it right now, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, what is the? When is the evil day? The day the devil attack is the evil day. The day the devil want to invite you to come and commit adultery is the evil day. The day the devil invite you to come and commit fornication that is the evil day. The day the devil, devil invite you to come and participate in the uh, corruption, embezzlement. They go to share the, the loot, the government money. They want to participate so that you can share in the loot. That is the loss. That's the, that's, the, that's the temptation to to participate in corruption. That is an evil day. How will you be able to stand when you also need money? See, put on the old armor of God. And this is the armor of God, righteousness. And he went further to begin to explain the armor of God now in verse 14. Stand therefore, having your loins got about with truth. Now he's using the analogy of a a soldier in the army of uh, Rome. In those days, this is what the soldiers put on, ready to fight. They have to first use a belt. To hold their clothes up that's what they call the girdle. truth is our belt the truth is the word of god is the belt the truth is word of God. whatever god says is the truth so you guard yourself with that truth that you know what the bible says and you read the bible regularly to know what the bible says and that will be your defense to make sure that your clothes is holding is standing on you and not falling off that's the belt to keep the to keep all the clothes together is the guardian of truth the word of god that you have in your mouth always not just in your head it must be in your mouth when you speak it out that is the truth that must be and that you understand the truth that is what you hold all your clothes all your armor together in place and then see, having on the breastplate of righteousness it's using breastplate or something to protect your chest it's just using the analogy of a of a of a roman army roman soldier they have breastplate, they have gadu and also and it's using another analogy that that's what you are also putting on in, in a way and he said our righteousness is the breastplate to protect our chest from all the arrows of the enemy is the is the breastplate of righteousness that is you must live the righteous life the righteousness of the upright shall deliver them so the bible says in the book of Proverbs, verse 15 said, and your feet what do you put on your foot as this armor sure with the preparation of the gospel of you that is the shoe that you are going to wear to protect your foot or your feet from stepping on on uh, on uh, spikes of the enemy is the gospel of peace ready to teach other ready to witness keep the word of god in your mind that you used to witness to other people that is to protect you to protect your feet from being hurt say that so the gospel of peace Your preparation for it, is your, is for your feet whether you are giving tracks to people on the streets. It's for your feet, because as you witness others, it's witnessing back to you, so that you don't fall into the same offense. When you witness others, whether by giving them tracks, by telling them that Jesus Christ is the only one that can save, you are protecting your feet. It's like a shoe that you put on to keep you from stepping on on uh, on stones or, or on nails. Verse 16. Above all. Taking the shield of faith. You can see the shield is very important when a soldier is going to battle. The shield is what they use in those days to protect themselves from the arrows that the enemy is going to be shooting at them. Or to protect themselves from the sword that the enemy has. They use the shield to stop the sword. He said our own shield is faith. Where which ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. See, that's how you quench the fiery darts of the wicked. The devil shoots arrows of thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. You use your faith to quench it. And try not, you cannot go any further. Whether these thoughts of, whether the arrows of pain, you use your faith to quench it by just quoting the word of God. Saying, the word of God said by Israel, I am healed. And you believe what you said by that word of God, and that pain you cease. And that is what, how we use the, the shield of faith to quench the arrows of the devil. The arrows can come in form of thoughts that come to your mind. You quench it by telling what the scripture says to your mind also. Why? Because the Son of God cannot commit sin. You say we are born of God. We that are begotten of God cannot commit sin. Sin cannot have dominion over us. You quench the arrows of the enemy by just the faith in that word of God. Now verse seventeen "Take on the element of helmet of salvation. Element, that's for your head. It you says salvation that we are born again is what protecting our head from all hurt. That you must be born again. That's why we say the first step is to be born again. That is the salvation that you are saved from your sins." That is the first thing we must, we must have. And if you have not been born again, ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart today, and He will give you that new birth. We have the helmet of salvation, and then the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God in your mouth, not in, the, not in your pocket, not under your bed. People sometimes, when they are religious, they just put Bible under their pillow as if that's a sham. No, it is the Word of God in your mouth that is the sword that is defense the bible says in the book of revelation that the lord jesus christ have a sharp two-edged sword in his mouth not in his hand in his mouth so the sword that we use to defend ourselves is in our mouth it's the word of god that comes out of our mouth that we strike the enemy the devil is the enemy not the human being they are talking to the devil that is behind the words they are saying the devil that is behind their attitude is whom we are addressing by the word of god it is written remember the story when Jesus Christ, was after a fasted, the Bible said, Satan went to tempt him, and he gave him the temptation three, three times. He said, if you are the Son of God, turn these stones to bread. Are you not hungry? Turn these stones to bread. And Jesus Christ said, it is written. So we have to quote the Bible verse, it is written to the devil, whatever the right Bible verse that addresses the situation, or address what the devil is suggesting that will not make us do what the devil said because we are not to do whatever the devil suggests he said turn the stones to bread Jesus Christ said ah, man shall not live by bread alone is what God said but by every word that cometh out of the mouth of God so it is written it's what you use that is the word of God in your mouth that is the sword that the devil will move back because that sword is coming against the devil like a sharp edged sword that's the word of God and that's how you use it and the devil came again and tried another temptation against the Lord Jesus Christ he said when jump down from this from this height it is also written that God will give his angels over you so the devil can quote some bible verse too but Jesus Christ used another bible verse to counteract that because he is not to do what the devil suggests and he said it is also written thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God so we have to. that's why you have to search the bible daily to have the bible verses in your mouth sometimes you have to memorize some bible verses so that you can quote it exactly as it is written and say it out just like that it is written and quote what the bible says what god said concerning what the devil is suggesting that's what you are going to say no matter what the devil suggests you say what god said and don't don't succumb to the devil's suggestion like if in the Garden of Eden, he the devil came and said did god say you don't eat and the devil suggests that god is telling you lies that's what is that's what the devil is trying to say god knows that if you eat it you'll be like god why will you even think about it? The woman will begin to consider it. Don't even consider what the devil suggests. The devil is a liar. So what, did a, what will a liar say to you? Other than lies. Other than lies. The Bible says he is a liar and the father of lies. No matter what, what he is saying, don't even let him say anything. Shut him up. That's what the Bible says. Shut him up. Don't devil, let the let devil say anything. That's why when Jesus Christ was casting out the when they wanted to scream and say, you had the son of God say, shut up. He didn't want them to say anything because everything they will be saying will be lies and anyone that is listening to their lies can be confused, can be deceived. Don't even listen to their lies. Just shut them down. Shut them up instantly. So the devil whispered to Eve and said, You will be like God if you take this forbidden fruit. And she started considering it. Don't consider what the devil said. Don't even listen to what he said. Don't even hear it. So that is exactly why he saying, Remember to use the word of God to stop the devil's mouth instantly. They may quote the Bible, but he's going to twist it. Like some people say, heaven helps those that help themselves. You have to come and take this voodoo. That's a lie of the devil. Christ said it is our idolatry when you have trusting the voodoo to protect your life. Jesus Christ is able to save you to the uttermost. See, but don't let the devil trick you quoting something that is not in the Bible. See, so that's why the sword of the Spirit will say it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. That's our Bible verse. When it comes to sin, it says it is written. Sin shall not have dominion over me. It's what the Bible says. It is written, Christ has redeemed me from the cause of law. Lord. It is written, the Lord of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the Lord of sin and death. It is written, whoever is born of God does not commit sin. The seed of God remains in us, we cannot sin because we are born of God. You quote that Bible, the day they will move back, they will look for another way to, to come because you won't, you, won't give in, you won't give up easily. But you have to keep the word of God in your mouth. That is the sword of the Spirit that Apostle Paul is saying here. And then, when you have all of those weapons, all those armors you said, you will notice that all the armors is described in this chapter 6 of Ephesians, from verse 14 to verse 17, they are all protection except the sword of the Spirit. He mentioned the helmet of salvation, for your head, the breastplate is for your shoulders as' protection, the truth is a you for, your, for your clothes to hold you up, to hold your clothes up, that's truth, and the future with preparation of God is all for protection the shield of faith is also protected to stop all the arrows of the enemy but the sword of the spirit is for fighting the word of God so there are many ways you use the sword of the spirit just like I just gave you examples when the devil came against the Lord Jesus Christ, said it is written three times and devil back off you can also use it to rebuke an evildoer i give it an example I was in a vision one time where somebody was trying to do evil against me in that dream now, in a dream and I just remember the Bible that says it is written, "Evil shall slay the wicked." And the fellow screamed because that is a sword. Evil shall slay the wicked. That's the Bible verse in in the book of Proverbs. There's another time when uh, I was waking up on my bed and I wanted to go outside to go and pray outside. To die died every night. around three a.m. I wake up and then when I was going outside to go look like something had come into my house, and the whole place was the whole atmosphere was changed. And i was like in a trance as i was walking outside and i heard a voice and i know it's a demonic voice, a tiny voice that i came against my house and he was trying to cause trying to cause me to my hearing and he was trying to say let this man be, tra- be, be, be be taken away and i just quoted the bible but i said well it is written we that trust in the lord shall be as mount Zion which cannot be removed but abided forever i just quoted that was a, a psalm that was a psalm in the book of psalms he said we that trust in the lord shall be as manzan which cannot be removed but by forever i just quoted that bible verse to the voice that spoke to me and spoke to my hearing that voice seems to be saying some incantation he spoke some few words in incantation and he said trying to decree that this man points to me that i should be taken away from the earth and i say ah it is written we that trust in the lord shall be as Manzan, which cannot be removed but by forever then the, the voice wanted to say some more words i said stop did you hear what i said i said it is written we that trust in the Lord shall be as mountain which cannot be removed, but are better forever. When I say it the second time, that I saw a boat flew away out of the house. I f- physically saw something flew out of the house. And the house was the, the atmosphere was changed back to normal. And I walked outside and I praise the Lord and I came back inside and slept. And that is how you use the word of God. You have to know those Bible verses to be in your mouth. That's why I'm trying to point to you. And then you speak it out at the right time when you need it the right bible verse will come to you if you have all the bible verses you have read them it will come to you just quote it as you remember it as you remember it, just quote it like that and it means the same thing and the word of god that you say is what the devil will run down from because it is sword then verse 18 A praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching there with all perseverance and supplication for all sins that's, that's our job is to be praying for the sins of god for all believers when you say I don't have anything to pray about, pray for the church of Christ to continue to stand against the wives of the enemy. We are praying for the for all the believers. And verse ninety says, you say, pray for me also, Apostle Paul say, pray for him. You also that is listening, pray for you. This preacher Apostle Paul, that is talking to you, pray for me. Pray that all the preachers that are preaching on radio, the Lord, will help them to to get the right word to say that we converse. So that is what you do. You are also doing the work of the Lord when you are praying for other people. Pray that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds. That therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak, but that ye also may know my affairs, I how I do. Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known unto you all things. So, Apostle Paul is sending a brother who is taking this letter to them to tell them how he conducts himself so that they can emulate him. That's what he's saying here. He Tychicus we t- tell you how we, what we do over him. Verse 20 says, Whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose that ye might know our affairs and that ye might comfort your hearts. Peace be to the brethren and love with faith from god the father and the lord jesus christ grace be with all them that love our lord jesus christ in sincerity amen so apostle paul in this letter has taught us how to put on the old armor of god and remember you are not fighting human beings you are fighting spirits sometimes those spirits they use human beings they talk to them they give them words to say they don't know they are sometimes don't know what they are doing but don't fight them personally you are, when you speak the word of god you are fighting that spirit that is that is influencing them you are those devils out and when those devils run away from them they themselves will have their mind to think right and they will be agreeing with you that you are right you see that's when you have conquered the devil the person that the devil is using will just agree with you and say you are right I think you are right to watch saying. so that's why we say we are, we are wrestling not against flesh and blood but against powers and principalities of darkness and the Lord has given us the power over them you have to remember don't be afraid of them you have power over them they use these weapons because they will still try they try to attack through the means that I just mentioned, through human beings, through sometimes invisible, invisible world. Like I said, they appear in my in my house, trying to turn the atmosphere as if to as if I was in a trance. But I spoke the word of God and they fled, and everything turned back to normal. They may do that, but you see, we have authority over them. And Christ is the power that has given you that authority. He said, Behold, I give unto you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall bind hurt thee. Believe that word. It's in the Luke, the book of Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. Nothing shall bind himself to you. Verse 19, I believe. Nothing shall bind So you. you have to believe it and confess it and stand your ground. And Jesus Christ is with you. God bless you. And I'm going to pray for any of you that are having some troubles, you are going through. Jesus Christ said, if we ask anything in his name, he will do it. So I'm going to pray for you. If you have sickness in your body right now, lay your hand upon the part of your body that is hurting or that is having any sickness. And as I command right now in the name of Jesus Christ, your body will be well. Father, I pray for all the people that are listening to me right now in the radio land. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I command the spirits of sickness and disease to come out of them and enter them no more in the name of Jesus Christ. I say so, all you spirits of sickness and disease that are causing pains or affliction or sickness of what kind, come out of this world that listen to me. And let them name no more in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is it, friend. You are healed. Believe it. Say it with your mouth. Say, I am healed. Say, I receive my healing right now. Say it again. I receive my healing right now in Jesus' name. And begin to thank God. Just lift up your hand and thank the Lord right now. Say, Father, I thank you for healing me. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for healing me. Say, thank you, Jesus Christ, for healing me. Say it again. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for healing me. By His right, we were healed. By the Sons of Lord Jesus Christ on the cross, you were healed. Amen.